everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I've got my buddy, Charles, with me today. Hi. What's up? I'm so excited. Last time, well, I had an episode go up yesterday on Silence of the Lambs, and I didn't say what the title was until about four minutes in. So we're doing The Crush from 1993. <laughs> but um, yeah, we decided to, the last one we did was Fear. So we kind of decided on this problematic 90s erotic thriller journey. So enjoy. <laughs> We've got a, a lot of random things. And I think it was on Amazon Prime at one point. I think just Google it. It's a weird movie. It pops up on streaming. Check it out. Well, I was able to watch it last last night on Amazon Prime because it's free with ads. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I bought it um, at a, a DVD <laughs> shop, which is so weird because I was listening to a podcast this week and they were talking about this reality show. Um, no, not this reality show. They're talking about 90 Day Fiance. What am I talking about? Like, I, I love hmm. that show. So in one of the scenes, this guy has this massive DVD collection like in the background. Uh-huh. And this podcast host just started to like roast about how why do people have dvds and i was like excuse me (laughs) like i mean i do well because they usually carry movies on them and people kind of want to watch them i mean it's not that difficult it's really not and i was like i'm sorry that everything that you like to watch is basic and available on streaming (laughs) and and i imagine he has a lot of very strong feelings about vhs tapes too i'm sure i have some vhs (laughs) tapes because some things weren't made on dvd I know. I mean, or I taped videos off the TV. <laughs> like, um, like I'm trying to think. There's like one movie I think I watched with you a while ago called Niagara Niagara that I don't think yeah. was ever released on DVD. No, I had to buy it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. We should totally do that because I'll just give you my. I, I love that movie. It. Yeah, it's so good. Like, it's one of those films that. It's super. I think I can probably find a trailer on YouTube so people can see it. And, you know, it's a sleeper. I'd be really yeah. surprised if anyone even knew about it or even saw it. Like, I'd be surprised if anyone even listened to the episode, but who cares? Like, it's a really good movie. It's even, it's worth buying. Yeah. Because and, you can't see it anywhere. And, like, um, you just did the Greg Rocky trilogy, right? Yeah, well, we did Doom Generation and Nowhere. We didn't do Totally Fucked Up. Oh, okay. Yeah, which we could do. I mean, we could do later, but the two big ones are kind of like, those are the ones that have more recognizable people in them. But yeah. I love Iraqi. Apparently a lot of people do too. So that's awesome. So maybe well, we'll just do Totally Fucked Up too. Okay, cool. So yeah, that'll be really fun. But yeah, I mean, it's really weird too because I never think about like the episode we did on Kids by Larry Clark. I was like, no one's going to know this movie. So some of the ones that aren't available on streaming, I guess you'd be surprised that people still know about yeah. it. Yeah. I'll put that on the short list. Well, I was not able to find kids on any streaming services, but I believe it's available on YouTube. Oh, is it like, is it the full thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. that's the thing. A lot of things are available on YouTube, like Daily Motions and other like YouTube, like kind of the same, but they have a lot of like less restrictions, I think, on copyright. So they have a yeah. lot of movies on there and I, TV shows and stuff. I, I think that's a, a lot of like obscure like television and like mm-hmm. lifetime movies and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Um, it's so. totally good. It's a good um it's a good place. Definitely look around and find things streaming because they're all over the place. But this is I, so awesome. Get to- I was recently told about a um television movie from like the early nineties where Susan Lucci plays a hairdresser 
and in her basement is a gateway to hell. What? Yeah. Is this Lifetime? I don't know what it is, but it sounds incredible. Dude, <laughs> God bless Lifetime. <laughs> like, I mean, I and literally this is, okay, going into The Crush uh, that we're actually talking about, directed by Alan Shapiro, and this is 1993. Um, what are your first thoughts on it? Because I'll, I'll circle back to some of um, Like, when did you first see this? So I remember seeing a trailer when it first came out. I guess it was, um, so it was released on April 2nd, 1993. Wow. And um you were 10. And uh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and um so this was um shortly before Jurassic Park came out and you know, I um that summer when Jurassic Park came out, I basically went insane. And um so I you know, I I saw, I saw it by my count about 12 times in the theater. That's and, insane. Um, okay, me you and Mike should do a Jurassic Park. I know, episode. right? Like we have to. <laughs> And so I remember like going to see Jurassic Park maybe like the fourth or fifth time, and there were people like getting movies or tickets to go see The Crush, and I was like, Ugh, "Why are you doing that?" Oh so, wow! <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, I um, so I remember seeing a trailer for it, and I was like, "Whatever," and, um, and I was like, "And it doesn't have dinosaurs, I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so I used to really like to um, so like Fox used to like replay old episodes of, of like the simpsons around mm-hmm. like seven o'clock or so and so i used to like to like make my own vhs tapes and so there was one episode of the simpsons i like wanted to get and so um i like started recording and then i had to leave to go do something and so i just left the tape tape running and oh. so it just kind of like recorded the entire movie which was like a kind of heavily edited version of, of yeah on fox and so when I saw that, I, I was like, okay, it's still stupid, but I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah, right? That's so funny that you bring that up because I have – we have not uh, shared notes yet. I literally have that I saw this in high school on TV, and it oh, was nice. edited. And I said, like, it's definitely one of those Sunday afternoon movies on TV. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, back in the day when they would just – on Sunday, it would just be like Fox would have, like, three movies on. Like, mm-hmm. just whatever. Or NBC, any of those channels. They just had movies on, like, on the weekend afternoons because nobody – you know, if there weren't sports on. Yeah. But yeah, that's so crazy. So what did you think about it when you saw it and you were like, oh, I got my Simpsons episode. And you're like, this is weird. Um, yeah. So um, watching this as an adult, um, specifically watching it last night, this movie like is so cringeworthy. Like, it's, so it's, it's, cringeworthy. It's just, I, mean, I mean, Alicia Silverstone is incredible in this movie. I like love her so yeah, much. Yeah, she really but, is. Like, I mean, she's just so charming, so charis- charismatic. And like, I think she's just a really underrated dr- dramatic actress. Yeah, like, she really it, is. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's not that she did a bad job, but it's just at each scene, I'm just like, oh God, it can't get any worse. Oh God, it's getting worse. <laughs> really? And then I think I wrote in my, like, as I'm going through the plot, I think at some point it was pretty far down into the movie that I was like, he's 28? <laughs> question yeah. mark, question mark, question mark. Like, <laughs> can't you at least make him like college age? Like I mean, 22? Like, that's bad. But like, don't make him almost thirty. It yeah, oh, it's 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 just, it's like it's so awkward to watch. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, yeah. it, it's definitely one of those weird. It's I mean, I guess I'm calling this like the problematic series because fear was extremely problematic in kind of the reverse way. Like, kind of like this is how you can see red flags. Like, this was somewhat educational fear. 
because it was like, okay, like she, she kind of recognizes this guy is crazy and that he's, you know, she needs to get away from him. But in this one, it's like the whole movie. I'm like, why are you still entertaining this girl? Like, I I don't understand why your door is still open. Like your screen door is just open. So like anybody can walk in. It's very, he has a very like inviting relationship with her. Like he never distances himself. Like if you're renting a guest house, you should kind of just be anonymous. Like you really shouldn't have any contact with the family unless you know the family, but you don't. Yeah. Um, I mean, he should probably start like moved as soon as he starts, he suspected there's a problem. Yeah, and the fact that we found out she was fourteen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, yeah. I have. Do you have any more first notes? Um, I don't believe so. Okay, I have. Yeah, exactly what I said before. Like one of those Sunday afternoon movies on TV. Uh, TV. When I saw it, I'd already seen Clueless, and mm. so I knew her as Cher Horowitz. And I I saw it late. Like I didn't see it obviously like near when it came out. But I was. It's so funny when I watched it now. I just watched it this afternoon that you can see and hear a lot of Cher's uh, like catchphrases. Yeah, like just the exact yeah. way she says it when she's like, "Come on!" I was like, "Oh my god, that's yeah. clueless." And- <laughs> And like the timbre and notes of her voice, the way she like hits certain notes, like I yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> I know, you're like, oh my god, it's Cher. I know. <laughs> but it's like really crazy Cher. <laughs> like mm-hmm. and then I said, this totally feels like a lifetime movie. Oh, absolutely. Like it's just shot the way a lot of lifetime movies are, I think are still shot. I don't yeah. really know because I don't keep up on it, but I know in college, me and my college roommate Chrissy, we used to like tape the Saturday night lifetime movies because they were always like like we were talking about the other day, like mother, can I sleep with danger? Mm. Uh, not without my daughter. And there were always these like weird celebrities in them. Like we should try yeah. to track one down and do like a bonus on like a lifetime movie. <laughs> That's just really I, um, crazy. I've never listened to it, but I heard there's like a podcast called mother. May I sleep with podcast that, oh, is, really? that is, like specifically dedicated to like old vintage lifetime movies. Fuck. Yeah. The thing is like, what's the audience on that? Like, how can you, I don't know. A Lifetime probably has like a uh, like a streaming thing where you can watch their old films. They have to. Yeah, yeah. Especially during quarantine now, and like you know, people are home a lot now, so it's kind of crazy. And also, I wrote it has so many similarities to Fear. Oh, absolutely. Or Fear definitely took a lot of things from this because it's the same location, supposed to be Seattle. They both have red cars. The dad has the red car, but in this situation, Nick has the red car. And it just has so many different similarities. I think even the street looked like the same street where um, Malberg and Reese Witherspoon's dad were, like, fighting that time. Like, it looks oh, like, the right. street, like the same neighborhood, I'm assuming, in Vancouver. And that's probably – isn't that where they shot um, Fear? I think they so, yeah. I think they did shoot it in Canada. Yeah, so that's kind of weird that it's had a lot of similarities. But this genre seemed to be really big in the early or most of the 90s. I don't know about late 90s, but definitely like the early to mid 90s. There's so many of these like fatal attractions, single white female, uh like obsessive guy or girl, uh like erotic thriller. Like it's yeah. so crazy how this was a thing. Um like, I mean, I'm um, just off the top of my head, like single white female, like another great uh, one we should review. Um, like uh, like uh, the hand that rocks the cradle. Oh, yeah, um, which which I haven't really seen, but I've heard it's supposed to be like pretty. Good. I haven't seen all the way through. Yeah, I think I've seen bits of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, but um, 
Behind the scenes. What do you have for behind the scenes? So apparently this was based on a true story. <laughs> Whoa. Woo, woo. Weird. <laughs> yeah. So apparently the director was apparently a college student back in the 70s, I believe. Oh. And like he moved into a guest house. Um, and apparently there was like a teenage girl who lived in the main house who kind of like was always hanging around. And, um, like, the director... What was his name? Alan Shapiro? Alan Shapiro, Alan yeah. Shapiro. He was, like, always trying to work, and this girl was always, like, hanging around, and, like, she kind of tried to, like, put the moves on him, and he was like, girl, no. <laughs> and, um... I'm sure he said it exactly <laughs> that way. Girl. Exactly no. like that. <laughs> and so, um... But apparently the part where, um, like, he got a new paint job done on his car, and he came home, and there were the words, Alan sucks cock carved into the hood. So I know, that really right? happened. Yeah, and so oh, and so apparently the name of this teenage girl was Darian, um, who is the same, which is the which is the same name of the character of Alicia Silverstone's character in the movie. And the real Darian sued the director, and they later had to um, change the name to Adrian um, after the lawsuit. That's insane. I know, right? But why would he? Okay, first of all. Okay, it really weird that he did this whole, like, this has really happened, which is strange enough. And two, if he was in college when this actually happened, why did he make Nick 28? I, I guess it looked a little... Did know. they need a draw? Is it because he was coming off Princess Bride or whatever I mean, the fuck else he yeah, was? I mean, I, I, I mean uh, how, how do you say that actor's name? I think it's... Uh, uh hold on i literally just looked it up i think it's elvis elvis okay elvis i think i think it's like elvis but it's elvis oh okay okay i always said yules but that's not it i think it's it's elvis i think carrie elvis yeah yeah i mean that probably makes more sense because i mean i I guess he was i don't know if he was like a huge star at the time but he was pretty you know he's bigger than her yeah 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 because she was, it, hers is like introducing, mm-hmm. like hers is like an introducing Alicia Silverstone. That's oh. crazy. Oh, so I wanted to ask you, um, do you know if this movie was made um, before she did the music videos for Aerosmith? I believe that it was made before, or at least it was released before, because this was filmed in, I believe, 92. Okay. Because it came out in 93. So it was filmed in 92. And I believe, let me do a little Aerosmith digging. I know it's, um, let's see, it's Get a Grip is the album that she did, the videos on. Okay. The videos uh, and the album Get a Grip, Aerosmith, was released on April 20th in 93. Oh, okay. So it was literally released like, the. it almost seems like they knew because it was released like the next week after oh, the crash wow. came out. Yeah. So it was like, and I'm sure the video, the first video, I think the first video is crying out of that series. It's kind of like a series, like those three yeah. videos that she's in. I think it's crying and then I think it's crazy and then I think it's amazing or I don't know, two could be mixed up there. But okay. that's really... I think I don't think the crush was like a massive star. I have written out it was six million dollar budget, made thirteen point six at the box office. That's 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 not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, but I don't think it was like it obviously wasn't like Jurassic Park. Like yeah. it wasn't a massive blockbuster. So I don't know that people who saw the Aerosmith videos knew that she was in the crush. Yeah, I think, it, and then she just got massive from the Aerosmith videos because those videos were huge. Oh my god, I so love videos. so good! Like I, oh god, they're some of the best. They're some of the best videos. Oh, I know. Like ever, I mean, 
I really want to do an episode on like best music videos too because I feel yeah. like there's so many good 90s music videos. But yeah, so this is technically her feature film debut. Okay. She was in the Wonder Years in like the early 90s as a guest star, like walk on. She did commercials. Um, so she hadn't really done anything this big. So this was oh, big. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, what else do I have? Oh, yeah, and you mentioned, I think we talked about this off camera or off air but she became emancipated at 15 in order yeah. to work the hours required for this film yeah which um which is pretty badass <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool right? yeah yeah pretty awesome but yeah it's it seems in a lot of these like low budget early 90s films and even with fear too you don't have much behind the scenes or production notes yeah, I, be, I guess because they didn't even think about I mean, I guess they had tapes, but they weren't thinking about like special features. And like, you know, now they have like featurettes and they do tons of interviews on on, uh, you know, on set because they know they're going to use it for like YouTube or whatever. So, yeah, it's kind of cool that you don't have to that we don't have too much info because I feel like. I don't know. I'd really be curious to know if there's an interview nowadays where someone asked them about it, like both yeah. of them, where they're like, so. I mean, what do you think about The Crush now? Like, it's a great film, great acting, but the subject matter is just... I'm trying to think of another film that's recently come out that's been, like, been like that. I don't um, think so. I think people don't really... I mean, they tread lightly now. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess in terms of, like, content, like, I mean, the 90s were kind of the Wild West. That's like, true, yeah. There just weren't really any rules, so... Yeah, <laughs> and they had, like, independent cinema was, like, coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, like they weren't making things for big budgets. It was like just the interest. And I guess it's kind of a like, at least for, I don't know. It just seems very much like the whole film just obviously seems very much like we're in this guy's head. Yeah. And we're just like, everyone's just like, why are you, why are you entertaining this? But then again, I'm not, I'm not a heterosexual male. I have no yeah. idea. Well, I'm not what, either. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Hit us up. Is this something that happens? I mean, I I don't know. I I've never been like a. I mean, I've never been like in that situation before. But it seems like the way they're painting it, like it seems like a very, it, it's a very textbook situation. Like girls obsessed with guy, he rebuffs her, and then she like accuses him of something, you know. And then yeah. it, it kind of like I was like, okay. And when I first watched it, I was like, okay, something's gonna happen. Like no one dies, which is surprising. Because usually, like, you know, in things like fear and stuff, like, they, you know, he died. But yeah. it was a little different that it was a girl, too. Yeah, yeah. That's Definitely a different situation. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, do you have any more behind-the-scenes notes? I don't believe so. Yeah, we don't have much. Just okay. No, just filmed in Vancouver. Yeah, director was sued. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Okay, so getting into the plot points and story questions. All right, it opens with the song Hard to Get by oh. Star Club, which I find really weird that... That's how this is opening, um, playing these lyrics hard to get. And then he's, like, looking for places in Seattle. We don't know what he does yet. I, um, just to jump ahead, one of my most 90s moments is the immense amount of maps that he has in order to get get around to all these apartments. And none of them looked that bad either. Mm-hmm. I was like, these are okay. Like, these aren't horrible. And then, of course, he gets to this amazing guest house, which is out uh, of a Pinterest yeah. dream. Um. Can I, I just say that um, as I was watching this opening montage of him 
just like going to look at these like shitty apartments i my anxiety started to get like ramped up because like oh god i'm <laughs> trying to think about what i would do if i were looking for apartments and you know i, know, I, I got triggered again i know and I, I was like oh god this is honestly what hell is trying to find a place to live it um, really is and especially <laughs> back then when there are no photos attached to any of the classifieds mm-hmm. so you just have to go blindly and be like oh it's a two-bedroom oh yeah. no it's not really but you know it's Ugh, yeah, it was. It was. It and was a so, tough time. I know. I know. And so then, after he is driving to the final place where he ends up moving in, he has that very unsettling run-in where, like, um, where like Adrian's car- Adrian slash Darian kind of like, kind of, where he almost kind of like hits her with her car, and she's wearing those like rollerblades and like that cool like outfit with like those sunglasses. I just yeah, love. I know. I love those sunglasses. Oh, I, I was like, Oh my God. I, I want those. Um, I love how she wears them throughout the whole film too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I think is really cool. Um, and then we get and to the rollerblades too. Are so then, I know. I know she's wearing like the, like the elbow pads and mm-hmm. like are rollerblades still a thing. I don't think so. I mean, I don't even think they have skating rinks anymore. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't think rollerblades are a thing. Although, I don't know. I think it's basically skateboarding is, like, the sport, you know? But maybe. There's probably still some bladers out there. Hit us up if you're a blader. (laughs) And you you rollerblade around. That was pretty awkward when he, like, ran. He almost, like, ran her over. But then the look that he gave, he was just, like, uh, like, staring at her. And I was like, she looks young, dude. (laughs) She's... I, um, what's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, is this how we're starting? Oh, okay. Okay, cool. And, and then, then we, <laughs> and then we get to this, like, amazing guest house. And amazing. This, this is, like, my, this, I, like, saw this guest house, and I, as soon as I saw it, I started thinking about, like, 90s, like, r- rental prices, and oh, I just thought about, like, oh, my God, God this, you don't hear what the rent is, but it's probably something ridiculous, like, $550 a month. Oh, it's probably like 275. It's probably not even five. Because this is also a weird plot point. I said, is it weird that the family's rich but wants someone around just to rent the house? (laughs) (laughs) The family's rich. Like, why don't you turn that into like a fucking closet or like that fucking weird ass attic that a whole ass carousel is in? Like, can we talk about the way that the dad is like definitely fucking weird? Yeah, it is. Um, and the, oh, we'll get there to the fact where he talks to Nick about the fact that his dad, that his daughter's like really blossomed, and I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> no, like this is not okay. This is so weird. And I, I yeah, now this kind of makes sense why she's obsessed with this guy because maybe her dad is like a fucking weirdo, oh, and geez. and like I don't know, like this might be like an even deeper psychological study on why this girl is the way she is because they've forced her to skip two grades up, and yeah. she's got this weird like, I mean this all kind of makes sense now when you look at it that she kind of has this like hypersexuality because she's very mature. And I think they put her in all of these situations where she's two years above. So if she's 14, she's what, ninth grade? That means she's a junior in school. Yeah. So like she's dealing with people who are like 17 yeah. and definitely dating and definitely having sex. So I feel like she mentally is that age and she's a girl too. And women just kind of mature uh, like a lot when you're that young, like teenager, teenage girls are just way more mature than, than teenage boys. It's just kind of a fact. Yeah. Not a fact, but you know, in like it's, mature different it's, ways. It's, it's more or less a fact. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not to offend anyone, but, like, boys are pretty dumb when they're, like, you know, under, like, 30. Yeah. So, um, 
So in that way, I feel like she probably does see something in him. Like it doesn't come out that way. It kind of comes out as this, a physical obsession, but I feel like she's probably trying to, I mean, I doubt she's dating anyone her own age. Yeah. I don't think so. Or even interested in anyone her own age. You know, Mm -hmm. she doesn't really have friends either, except for we do see one friend and I wrote Tara. Tara. That's who Tara. I mean, her name's Amber Benson in real life. And what's her name? Cheyenne in the film. But she's Tara, Willow's girlfriend in Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer. So, and, um, I, um, oh, yeah. And then I like saw her. And then I was reminded of that scene can't hardly wait. When, oh, yeah. when she's like, you're all sheep. You're all sheep. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Uh, that is okay. Uh, not to be a corrector, but that's actually Sarah Rue from Popular who says oh, that. Okay, okay. Can't hardly okay. wait. Amber Benson is actually in that scene, and she's sitting. She's one of the stoners, and she's sitting with oh, Eric Balfour okay. on the okay. party steps. We will get to Can't Hardly Wait. That's another one. Uh, that's on the list. But yeah, that is uh, that's Sarah Rue. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she has like the really curt, like weird, crimped hair. Yeah. I don't even think they give Amber Benson any lines in that I, film. Yeah, I don't know. She, she is in it, though. Yeah, no, I remember her being, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, she um, is in it. But she, you were saying um, she definitely plays the same character that she um, plays. Yeah, she I mean, she, I mean, her character seems very meek and soft-spoken. Yeah. And, um, like, you know, I mean, I, I guess she ultimately proves to be, you know, pretty cool in the end. But she just doesn't really, I, I guess, like, I guess... Adrian's character is just so like dominating that like yeah. kind of forced to take a submissive role, I guess. And they're not really friends. They're yeah, they're kind of like they're kind of like obligated friends just because I guess their parents knew each other. Um, yeah, pretty much is what it seems like. Yeah, I just wrote I love this guest house, a Pinterest dream, <laughs> and then I wrote, does he care? <laughs> she's fourteen? Does he care? Fourteen, man. It's- she's not even sixteen. I know. Like. I, I, she was 16 in real life when they filmed it, but like, why is she 14? It's that's just no. Anyway, yeah, that's just no. Um, and then I wrote, he's a writer, of course, <laughs> reporter. Oh, um, oh, reporter. I wrote, oh, reporter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I wrote shower butt scene. Oh, uh, I um, I, I I I have a quick note after he um has his first day of work. He has a very stern boss. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's a scene when like. He's at his desk writing, and he's just sort of like wearing a Hawaiian shirt and like smoking a cigar, and um, and like she kind of like comes by and like lustfully leans on on yeah. the door frame, and it's like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, she does talk very seductively too. Yeah, like she's always like, so, what are you doing? I'm like, oh god. I was like, oh. I was like, no. But yeah, then when she like creeps into the house all the time and that time where he's in the shower and then she's like, I think he, he knows she's in there and he's like, why didn't you knock? She's like, you didn't hear me, but I'm still in here even though you're in the shower. And then of course you see like his butt. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Alan, whatever your fucking (laughs) name is. Um, But then awkwardly like, Hey, Oh, well we'll get there. Um, I wrote, uh, yeah, the, it's playing piano. When she's playing piano, they, they have like a big uh, function in the house, like some big party. And Nick is walking into the house. He's like, oh, might as well. You know, they have alcohol. And then he hears her playing piano. And then he like walks up to her and like tries to get even closer and is like really into it. And I'm like, why are you pursuing this girl? It's, she's 14. It, it doesn't look very good. <laughs> no. Like, 
what are you doing? We're not in another country. I mean, even though I think that's fucking weird too. But I mean, it's just my guess in his mind, he was just trying to be friendly. But like, um, why? I mean, who is gonna be friends with it? Why is a grown man gonna be even friends with a fourteen-year-old girl? I mean, it. It. I mean, you shouldn't be. Like, I mean, yeah. like, um, yeah, you definitely shouldn't be. But for the sake of this film, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and I just um, I just wanted to add that during the party scene, I loved her dress and her hair. Oh and yeah, like, white dress. Yeah, and like how she's playing playing piano and she's wearing the the, the pearls. Yeah, um, I, I saw. I, I saw. She looked beautiful. She um, did. She looked really cool. She has amazing hair. Oh yeah, absolutely. She it, has like such great hair, even in Clueless. Yeah, like, she has so much hair. It's always like it's very, like it's the very like covetable hair. It's very like '90s hair that everybody wanted. Yeah, it's 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 just like so full, you know. Yeah, and, like, it's so thick. You can tell it's like so thick and like flouncy hair yeah. commercial for sure. Definitely yeah. hair commercial hair. Um, and I wrote, I love how you can see Cher. Like yeah, the, like you could see her. I was like, oh, this is what Cher wore, except she wore that sluttier version when she went out with uh, what's his name, Christian. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Then I wrote, oh, fear similarity. Uh, when she's like, hey, uh, let's go drive somewhere, and he actually goes. I was yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's not a good idea. <laughs> no. And then I wrote, total fear similarity. Beat up car, just like Mark Wahlberg had. Definite Seattle obsession. And then I, and I wrote, was there a market for this kind of obsessive love story? Like, did people want this? And then I, mean, I said, whoa, why is he out with her at night? <laughs> I mean, my, I mean, my guess is, is that like, 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 you know, screenwriters back in the 90s are like, well, yeah, she's underage, but they're both really attractive. So I guess it's fine. I know. It's really crazy how things have changed in, in, I want to say a short period of time, but not really that short. But yeah, I mean, even in Taxi Driver, wasn't Jodie Foster like 14 in that? Yeah, I I believe so. She was a prostitute, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like things have really changed. Like what we found acceptable and what actually passed the censors is just, uh, it's a lot. But this is a, a subject I was just talking about with my friend the other day. And I was like, this is so weird that they have this whole like girl with older guy is okay kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. in Palo Alto, which came out in like 2016 or whatever that was directed by Gia Coppola. Like Emma Roberts is like sleeping with James Franco in the film. Oh, and like, she is the coach of her high school team Ooh. or I think she has slept with him. And I'm like, uh, what? Like, this is not legal. And this is like 2016. I was like, yeah. oh, wow, okay. So they're still doing this. But all right, back to like them at night. What did you think about when they go to that like White House? Well, uh, well, it's really pretty. Um, I is there, um, I forget what she, what she says, but like she's like says something extremely seductive. And then they kiss. And um, I just wrote, down i am so uncomfortable right now um so uncomfortable and it was and, way too long like no right he didn't then, pull away that fast yeah and then it reminds me of a quote from the first wives club when goldie hawn says i'm going to use the f word felony oh yeah <laughs> oh my god the first wives club is so good like so good that i think i have to do that i don't even care if people don't care about it like i'm fucking doing first wife they if if they don't care about it then that's their problem yeah it's literally it's 
a literal classic and oh it should God. have swept the Oscars. Oh my God, I, I just don't know how it, how it didn't. And they should not remake it under any circumstance. No, I mean, the, the, the first movie is perfect. It's literally the perfect movie. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's yeah, it's the best time. And then I wrote, okay. So then they make out, which is not, well, they didn't make out. They kissed. Okay. It's yeah. really fucking awkward. And he's like, come on, let's go. Oh my God. I just realized what I've done. Takes her home. And I love that the next scene is just him furiously pouring vodka <laughs> into this glass being like, Oh fuck. What did I just do? Yeah. I, um, my, my first thought was girl vodka doesn't fix everything. <laughs> yeah. No, like, no. Like you and you in some trouble because you just definitely crossed that line, and yeah. I don't know what's going to happen next. And yeah. and then I wrote, why is he always smoking a cigar? That's kind of an odd choice. Yeah, to have a cigar. I don't, I don't know. It just seems like more of an older man kind of thing. My uh, my dad was always really anti like c- 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 cigarettes. Really? But, yeah, but like, but like he personally like like to smoke a pipe. Um, oh, yeah, my dad and, used to smoke cigars, actually. So. Yeah, yeah, um, and so, like, um, I was like, well, I mean, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it just kind of seems kind of like a like an intellectual thing thing to do, I guess. You know? I guess while you're writing a story on like some embezzle embezzlement scam, which is like what he was writing, which is I find hilarious that he writes the story to turn in and she fucking rewrote it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> like better than him. And he was just like reading it, like, what the fuck? This isn't mine. I was like, oh shit, it's some crazy story. And then the guy's like, this was amazing. Way better. <laughs> like great style, great this, great that. I was like, damn. She's just killing it. And then she's like, yeah, I rewrote it. <laughs> yeah. Hope you enjoy it. And then it actually happens when we meet Amy, the oh. photographer, friend, co-worker, boo of Nick eventually. Yeah. And their first meeting, uh, Adrian and <laughs> Amy. Oh my that, God. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> that might actually be my favorite scene since I didn't write it down. That actually might be like my favorite scenes are all the interactions between Amy and, and Adrian. Wait, <laughs> wait was, the, was the first time they met when like he had the party? Yeah. In the backyard. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no, then well, the, the boss comes. Is that when, is that when she sees him? Yeah. I, well, no, well, well, I believe there's also, that might come before this, but there's also that scene when like, Adrian comes, like, hears him, like, out front, and she comes running up, and she's just like, Nicholas, darling. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah, yeah, And and, um, he, and she's in the room, right? She's, like, yeah, in the yeah. house. Yeah. And she, 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 like, sees Amy, and she's kind of, like, stares her down. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, ooh, ooh. I was like, ooh. I was like, if this was a more, I guess if she was older, like, she would kill her. Yeah. Like she would be, if this is more of like, if she was, you know, I don't know, like 20, and this was like a different kind of film where she was just obsessed, she would probably kill her. Because she's yeah. in the way. I mean, she's totally in the way. And she never leaves. Like, she literally just gets to be with him eventually. Yeah. It's just like so crazy. I mean, Amy, not uh, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like, when Adrian first sees Amy, yikes. And I think, is this before she's. This might be before she's like sunbathing outside his window. I, in that bikini. I be, yeah, I believe. Um, yeah, I, I believe the sunbathing scene is like right before this. 
Um, okay, yeah, so she's definitely trying to entice him. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I um, I uh, for the Sunday debating scene, my the first thought that came to my mind was, is this Melrose Place? Oh my um, god, yeah, <laughs> the color like it's like bright blue. Yeah, and it's like she has the same sunglasses on that are so cool. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, so cool. And then okay, so then I think Amy has now seen Adrian and Nick like around. You know, she's seen them kind of interact. And yeah. she knows that she has a crush on him. And at that point she tells, she tells Nick, like, you know, you really need to be more forceful with her and like not blur the line. And I yeah, was like, I, Amen, Amy. Yeah. I, I actually thought Amy might have been the only person in this movie with like some common sense. Yeah, um, <laughs> totally. And she's like, I've been there. Like, I know what it's like, you know, but like you're like, you were saying on text, like he's the adult and he just keeps treating her like an adult. Yeah. Yeah. No, he never is like, yo, no. And then, oh, then we get to like that really fucking weird bit where like he creeps around and are into the main house. Oh, wait, before we get to, oh. get to, to that, there's that scene during the party when like Amy sort of goes out back to like collect sticks and oh, like she stumbles, right. in, she like stumbles into like that tree with the wasp nest mm-hmm. and like Adrian is just like standing right there. And yeah. like, and, she's, and she just, she is just like so terrifying. And she just gives gives that speech about how like wasps are wasps are social insects, Amy. And then Amy's like, oh, does that mean they want to be friends? Ha ha. That's so true. And anytime there are any bugs in any film, they're fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would just not do this in Silence of the Lambs. I was like, of course he collects moths. <laughs> no, that's fucking weird. Like, that's super weird. And then there's that one point. Well, yeah, so now the wasp is definitely like a huge foreshadowing. But when he goes into her room, which I'm like, why are you in the house? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Because and like, what did what was the reason he went there over there in the first place? Because like the door was open or something. I no, I don't think so. I I feel like he he didn't know that she was there. Like he definitely yeah. thought that she wasn't there. I think he was just snooping. Oh, okay. Well, I, I I guess in his mind he's like, well, I'm a reporter, so it's fine. <laughs> I know. I think he wants to find out more about her and like mm-hmm. what. Her- is like he's oddly intrigued by her and it's like it's almost like a bit of a lolita thing yeah but uh, i've never seen lolita because i just know like i tried to read the book and it was just really like yeah i everyone keeps it's weird because like it's basically it was lolita is basically about like a pedophile right but but, like everyone like loves the novel right yeah (laughs) That's why my friend was like, oh, here, I had to read it in school. And I was like, Uh, in school? And I was like, "Uh, okay. But it was published in, like, the 50s. Then they did the one, they did the one in 97 with, like, is it Jeremy Irons? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Kubrick did the one in 62, which I've never seen. But, and then I think there's another, is there another one older than that? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think they're just those two. But yeah, that one, I was just like, oh, this is kind of weird. But I don't, that one is almost the same, like, dang, isn't she like 14 in that one? Like, she's young. No, I'm, I'm not really sure what the plot is, frankly. It's just, it's just, it's just a novel that sort of like come, that sort of like gets brought up from time to time. And I was like, oh, I'm good. You yeah, know, yeah, like, so totally. Um, but yeah, let's get back to he's snooping in her room. Yes. Um, and then she has like it's really weird. Like it's very invasive to be in anyone's room anyway when they don't know that that you're there or 
anything. But then this whole scene, like, definitely just fucking weirded me out. Yeah. She has like, weird beetles, like, yeah. on her desk. And she has, like, all this stuff about different bugs, like, or different beetles and stuff. And she has, like, I guess they're, like, they're stuffed or, like, taxidermy, like, kind of thing. Yeah, I, um, I... Th- I don't. I'm not sure if you can stuff insects. I think they're probably probably just like mounted, you know. Oh so, yeah, they just like, freeze them or like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I'm not. I'm, I'm not like sure of the details, but it's um, so creepy. And yeah. then when he snoops in her room, and then he like uh like hears her in the bathroom, and then he like knows she's there, and then like ducks in the closet. Yeah, I was like, oh god. I was like, uh, no. I was like, this cannot be happening. And then she's like, you know, getting ready, like taking a shower or whatever. And I was like, okay, she did not need any nudity, and how was that okay? Even though it was the, the back and it was really quick, I was like, no, like this is not okay. And then when she realizes he's there and she like takes her clothes off and like faces the mirror or faces wow. the closet, I was like, <laughs> and I think he like hits up against the hangers. Yeah, like, he I know. Yeah, he makes a noise. And I was oh, like, she God. knows you're there and she's looking at you. I was like, ew, this is so wrong. And then when she leaves and goes into the bathroom, like she always knows, knew he was there. And then he like, opens the door like the closet like he goes out of the closet door and he's fucking drenched <laughs> like no <laughs> I was like oh i don't know i was like i don't like this i swear he's sweating when he comes out fucking gross and then i wrote okay because then she uh oh that's right the dad comes home he's like hey what are you doing in here and he's like uh i had to return a book to that's that's not a good excuse yeah i was like really i was like no like why are you in the house i was like so i guess the father is fine with the 28 year old man was returning a a book to his teenage daughter who was home alone yeah and also the fact that he's in the guest house he's not a family friend he doesn't know that why are you in the house like you don't know her i mean it's not like you grew up with i mean it kind of seems like if, if you want to have like a I don't, know, I don't know if relationship is the right word, but if you want to be, like, friendly with, like, the people you're living with, if there's a minor, you probably want there to be a witness or two, you know? Just yeah, definitely. But then around. this question is all answered, because guess what? The dad is building a motherfucking carousel in their goddamn attic. Yeah, that this just keeps getting weirder. Um, it keeps getting fucking weird. I mean, and not to mention... And then I just wrote, okay, what the fuck is with the carousel in the attic? Nick should move out now. <laughs> like, yeah. if not even for the, for the, for Adrian, for the fucking dad. Cause like something's not right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he should have probably moved out after they kissed. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... That wouldn't have been, she would have found him. Cause in the end she finds him anyway. So yeah. like, yeah. she would have totally found him. But then I wrote, then that's when the dad starts talking about Adrian in like a really weird way he's like yeah i she's really smart and she's really blossomed over the last few years and then nick is like yeah i've noticed i was like uh, uh wait what <laughs> Her? like no you've just been living there for like a fucking month dude like how are you noticing anything and why are you even commenting and why is the dad talking about this and then he's talking about like Oh yeah, I it's it's gonna be so weird when like you know I get that call you know some guy with his heart on at the door. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> no. All like, right, you've spent a little too much time thinking about this. 
way too much time. I am not okay. The mom is essentially completely non-existent from this. Yeah. And it seems like there's some weird male energy happening in this house, which may completely explain all of Adrian's actions. Like, yeah. I mean, not saying what happened or what didn't happen, but this would make a lot of sense if there was some serious trauma in this girl's life when she was young. Yeah. Because um, that's kind of where it's all coming from. Yeah. And I said, what? He's 28. Why is he trying to be your friend? <laughs> that's when we first find out how old he is, too. Right. Like, I think we don't really know until he's like, I'm 28. You're 14. I was like, oh, my God. Him saying that out loud just really creeped me out. Yeah. And then he, yeah. and then when he asked, like, oh, what book were you borrowing? And then he's like, Wuthering Heights. And then the dad's like, oh, that sounds kind of girly to me. Or too femme or, like, something weird. Oh, he yeah, yeah. strange comment. Like, oh, that sounds kind of femme. I was like, what? Okay. I mean, um, I've never read w- w- Wuthering Heights, but yeah, I mean, um, I, I guess it's supposed to be good or whatever. I don't yeah. Know. Isn't it Bronte? I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. And then the next note is, ha, the cocksucker on the car. <laughs> yeah. Red car, just like fear. I love when he unveils his like new shitty car that he got a paint job. It's like an old Valiant. And then he shows the like Amy and he's like, look, look at this great. And he's just this cocksucker. (laughs) I was like, Oh, this is just like when Mark Wahlberg busted up William Peterson's car and said, now I pop both your cherries. (laughs) And I was like, Ooh, that's pretty bad. But yeah. Them's fighting words. Like get ready. Get fucking ready. And then, of course, I think that she now thinks that Cheyenne, he likes Cheyenne, so she fucking un, like, doesn't properly secure her saddle. The way, the way she, like, neutralizes Cheyenne is, like, the bougiest, like, like <laughs> uh, upper-class blue, like, you know, white-collar way to, like, take someone out. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> I am going to, like, un... Like, what I said, but she's like, I'm going to, like, you know, redo your, like, fucking, uh, like, I don't know what you... I don't know how to fucking... I, 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 I don't either. Did you ever have to ride horses? Yeah, and I didn't have to ride horses, but I did ride in a summer camp. I okay. went to a boy camp. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> and, um... Oh, I really want to do the film Camp Nowhere because I love it. So I'll I'll tell my camp stories and during that film because it's oh, like, nice. it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't think and, I've ever seen that movie. What? Okay, uh-huh. I gotta see it. It's it's literally the best film because it's literally uh, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> okay, this sounds really strange when I say, tell you the plot out loud. <laughs> I think it's like ninety three or something. But all these kids, like four kids and their friends, kind of sort of, they have to go to these like really shitty summer camps for the summer, and they're like, "Man, this sucks. We should just rent our own camp and take our parents' money." And and they're like, "Yeah, we should just rent our own camp." And they're like, "What? We need an adult to like front this so that it seems legit." So they get like Christopher Lloyd out of some trailer in like Ohio, and he's like this weirdo. And then he essentially like pretends to be the camp director of all these different themed camps. <laughs> there's like a computer camp. There's like a acting camp, a military camp, and a fat camp. Wow. So- of these kids end up like all the kids from their grade find out about it and they're like what the fuck you're starting your own camp and they essentially like it's lord of the flies kind of like christopher lloyd's like okay cool see you guys in two months here's all your money and they just fucking go wild and like shit happens the parents come like they gotta like fake it like 
it's pretty entertaining, but it's also like pretty awesome that they managed to like pull this off for as long as they did. Yeah. But it kind of feels like it kind of feels like like yeah, it just totally has that that whole vibe, like camp camp vibe. But yeah, it is definitely the best way to describe that she totally neutralized her in the <laughs> bougiest way. And the way she falls down and then when they show her face where she's like, Yeah. <laughs> got her. I was like, damn. Oh, yeah, man. She, she says something, something like super like snarky. She's like, oh, sorry, Amage, you hit your head or something like that. Yeah. I don't, and I don't then, then she, yeah. Then she just like she's like, huh? She's taken out. Like I'm I'm back in the game. And then <laughs> like and then okay. Then they flash to Nick like you know chilling whatever. And then he sees. I think it's when he goes to he goes to turn in his assignment and there's nothing on the disc. And he's oh like, yeah. Oh my God. This scene was so intense. Yeah. He's like, um, Fuck, Oh my God. Oh. You've got a cover for me. Oh, so I, um, I, I have a quick scene to add before for this. Um, oh, yeah. so like there's a scene where like, um, Nick goes out to the woods out back to meet Cheyenne. And I guess she doesn't show up. And I was like, I mean, do you really want to meet with another teenage girl alone yeah, in the woods? Um, and, um, I, this, I'm sure this was not intentional, like he's wearing a Penn State sweatshirt. Yeah, Penn is. State, I believe, is a school where Jerry Sandusky was a coach. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Did they um, do a movie about that? What? Didn't they do a movie about that? Um, yeah, I think, was an, um, I think they did an HBO movie called uh, Paterno about about the football coach. But oh, um, yeah, he, like right. may or may not have known, or you know, like. Might have known, kind of looked the other way, yeah. But um, but um, anyway, yeah. I, I just thought that was good. And then there's like that really scary scene where Adrian just like appears out of nowhere again. And she's like, "Hey, Nick." Yeah. Hey. I was yeah. Like, Ooh, this popping up. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not good. This is just exactly how Mark Wahlberg popped up on Gary before he fucking killed him. Hey, he like, hey, Gary. <laughs> hey, Gary. <laughs> hey. I was like, whoa. I wouldn't be that mad, but I mean, I, would be know, mad. I, I, mean I, I mean, I think I'd be okay being murdered by Mark Wahlberg. But, I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, in theory, I guess. I, 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 I guess in theory. I guess in, in reality, it's probably pretty terrifying. Yeah, I mean, of course he has that. And it's really funny because Jai was listening to our fear episode and she's like, I love that you guys talk for like five minutes about Mark Wahlberg's kissing style. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, we've got very different, um, we got very different episodes with different different co-hosts. On <laughs> like, Jai's like, yeah, I feel like ours are so super serious. And I was like, well, they're not. Like, we'll be funny. I, we'll talk about like, I don't know, kissing styles. <laughs> like, oh, it's really funny. She's like, I love listening to uh, to you guys talk about like all the ins and outs of like all the situ, uh, all the like, funny situations. I was like, yeah, well, Mark Wahlberg's kissing style is is definitely something, and it, it carries through every it, film you fucking see. It it it. I mean, I can just only imagine that being kissed by Mark Wahlberg is probably a life changing experience. I mean, Dirk Diggler. Let's, I mean, let's honestly, let's 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 be all the way real here. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, like he's. I think he recently celebrated his like wedding anniversary, and I saw it on um on like Twitter or whatever. And he was like, "Happy like anniversary to my to my wife." And they have like four kids, like two boys, two girls. And I was like, "Damn, yeah. she is, <laughs> man, she's a lucky one." Yeah. They've been married for like a while, like ten years or something. And I was like, "Oh well." Um. Yeah. Anyway, so now, okay. Well, we found that weird snafu where he has doesn't have his uh assignment at yeah. the 
horrible magazine called Peak, like P-I-Q-U-E. Okay. And um, he doesn't have it. And he's like, oh, shit, she fucking erased everything. So he goes back and, like, looks at the the disc, the floppy disc, another 90s moment. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Floppy. This, this, like, sequence of scenes was really intense. Just, like, Yeah, and then he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Finds out there's nothing. Finds that trap door. There's a motherfucking shrine yeah. underneath the guest house. There's some full-on like voodoo witchcraft shit going on. Yeah. And and also it's weird that he finds it. Does he blow the candles out? Or I, like I don't remember. I he doesn't. I, I, like, I, I guess he just burning. lit it on fire. <laughs> yeah, it was like, how is this house not burning down? There's like a bunch of candles. Yeah. Even in the end, like the the final, like, you know, big fight scene, there's like a bunch of candles burning. I was like, what's up with the candles? I mean, in Adrian's defense, I'm pretty sure I had a shrine exactly like this. Uh, to Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just saying shrines tend, tend to happen. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely do. Like, shrines yeah. are definitely, like, a thing. And God knows we all love a shrine when we're, like, 14. Yeah, yeah. But, and then I said, yeah, basement in the guest house? Question mark? And I was like, the shrine, dude, get out. Yeah. Get out I mean, now. I mean, how many more red flags do you need? <laughs> yeah. And then I said, okay, but is there a reason why he has so many women after him? Like, <laughs> Like he's got some kind of weird pheromone. He's got the girl. He's got Amy. He's got Adrian. He's got that weird blonde girl that was at the party. Remember when? Um, oh, oh yeah. it's also a really funny scene when when she first met Amy and uh, Adrian first met Amy and um, Nick is talking to that blonde woman mm-hmm. at work and and she's like, "Yeah, don't worry. I think he likes you. He likes women with small breasts." I was like, "Oh, you a savage bitch." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I was like, serve. The library is open." <laughs> <laughs> like read like um, the shade of it all and um j- just to add to that he, he and the mom tend to have like a pretty good like relationship too like yeah. you know i mean she seems very chatty around him that's all i'm saying i know but that would be completely appropriate to have an affair with a 28 year old man who's renting your guest house yeah i mean like, that's I mean, the fucking porn waiting to happen i mean not only is it appropriate i mean it should be expected like yeah I mean, <laughs> like get your life girl he's hot yeah i mean like, i mean your husband seems like he's kind of on the way out <laughs> so like, on the way out or like pr- maybe possibly assaulted someone like um, like, like on, on on the way out like you, you know um i don't really like you know it kind <laughs> Like fifteen to twenty, like yeah. Isn't, you know, isn't that it doesn't really seem like he has a lot left. <laughs> no. And then I said, okay, now Amy is sleeping over. Shit's getting real. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, can I? I just add during that very intense scene where like he's like frantically like re, re-, re-, re- writing the the article and she, she's like calling him and oh, you know then funny. and then like he unplugs the phone and then she starts to leave message after message after message. Mm-hmm. It sort of reminds me of me whenever we go out to brunch, and I always say to myself, you know what? Instead of getting eggs Benedict, I'm gonna browse the menu, and like, you know, and then like my mind is like, what are you doing? Get eggs Benedict, you idiot! And I was like, mm, I just want to see what else. Get eggs Benedict. <laughs> yeah. Get eggs Benedict. <laughs> oh god, I want eggs Benedict. Oh my god, it's been like months. It really has. I 
I also like, yeah, me and Charles haven't seen each other in a long time and we haven't gone to have eggs Benedict because the world's on fucking fire. Yeah. And like, it's just something you can't order on takeout. It doesn't travel well and it's really complicated to make. Like it just has a lot of ingredients that you just don't really need to buy for any other reason. But goddamn, I want some eggs Benedict. I might have to try to make them. Like it's, it's, it's getting that serious it's, now. It's possible. Like, um, I've, um, it's um I've heard that like the the like the like uh the like um the like Nick the uh like the uh sorry I'm blanking on the word like the oh, yeah, hollandaise yeah or no the, in order to like poach the eggs you have to get like the right balance of like uh of like uh water and vinegar I think oh that's right yeah you do and, and I don't know, it just seems like it's kind of complicated it is I'm sure it is and I'm sure there's people that are like ah, it's not that hard yeah, I'm <laughs> sure it's fine I'm sure it's fine yeah um. Oh yeah, so okay, now they're sleeping together. They're knocking yeah. boots. This is a problem. Yeah. Um and oh god, when they're sleeping in the middle of the night and she's like standing on the edge of the bed. Yeah, that was And then, yeah, and then he wakes up and then he's like then oh, she's like not there. I was like she was there. Yeah. Yeah. She was there. And then also when he gets all those crazy voicemails, he's like getting a locksmith to change the like put a fancy lock on the door. Yeah. And the guys like, "Do you really want this? It's $40 extra." I was like, "You don't own this house." Like, how are you putting locks on someone else's house and not moving out and telling the parents, like, hey, I don't think this is, like, a good situation for me. Like, I need to move out. Like, why are you – is this that cheap? What's the rent? I mean, it's it's got to be pretty – I mean, it's not like they need the money that badly, right? No, that's the thing. They're like – it's weird. What's weird when the mom was like, yeah, you know, we just want to rent this out to have someone around, even though, like, we're out of town. I think she did mention, like – the dad's out of town a lot. Hint, like, hint. like they just want, like, like. Okay, I, I, I guess that kind of makes sense. But they just want a warm body, like. Like, <laughs> like I mean, I, I, I guess like if they're out of town, they just want someone to watch over the the like property or something. But I mean, I guess and the fact that you have a teenage daughter who's definitely like always home because she's not young enough to have a babysitter. Mm-hmm. So like that's just kind of weird that you would have. I don't know. The whole thing is fucking weird. And then uh, yeah, then I love that morning after when Adrian's like walk. No, uh, what's her name? Amy's walking to her car, and immediately I thought, okay, this bitch has cut the brake lines of this car. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, she should have. But she's like rolling up on a roller skate. She's like, hey, Amy, what'd you do last night? <laughs> and and he, she's just like uh you know what she's like i think she asked him like did you guys sleep together and she's like you know what adrian like someday you're gonna like you know know about this and blah 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 but like that's gonna be a long time from now and like go play <laughs> I was well, like, cool. okay so the exact line i believe oh, yeah, what is the exact <laughs> okay line? so um I, this i think it's like towards the end of the conversation but adrian's like gosh amy when i grew up maybe i can be just as smart as you are and then, like, Amy says, Adrian, go play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, what am I going to title this move, this episode? It might be, like, Adrian, go play. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Like, <laughs> so weird. And then she drives off. I'm like, the brake lines weren't cut? What the fuck? Um, Why is he trying to kill this bitch already? I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Then we flash to... Every photographer's fucking dream, that goddamn dark room. Oh my god. Like I wanted to be a photographer after watching this scene. <laughs> Amazing. I was like, I, I'm really triggered the fact that I can't have this as like yeah. a separate area. Although who goes into a dark room and leaves the lock outside? I mean open? I, I I mean, um I mean just 
probably not a good thing for for safety reasons. Just yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I think it's kind of fucking scary. But then this is in my worst scene. Oh my god, it's, this scene, this scene is like terrifying. Terrifying. She fucking uses the wasp knowledge that she has. She's actually like a, probably going to be an entomologist because she's really into like bugs and knows all about their habits. Yeah. But then I just wrote the wasp scene. Oh my god, she just essentially locks her in this dark room. The girl puts the fan on, like Amy puts the exhaust fan on because of all the chemicals. And then she, she fucking comes by and she takes like a wasp nest and like inserts it in the fucking vent. Yeah. And closes it with cardboard. I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and then she's literally just like swarm with these wasps. And I was like, oh my God. And I totally forgot she had the window. Thankfully she had the window that she could like throw and, you know, like, but what the fuck did that do? They didn't even show how she got out. Did she climb out of that small window? I, I, I don't, I don't think they say, I mean, I, my guess is like maybe she was able to call for help or something. Um, so. But, um, that was yeah. scary. No, like, um, yeah, like um, that, that scene always like sort of, stuck with me i I guess just because i was like "Ooh, bees are so scary they Um, really are it's really scary um although i have to say i believe that the um the the, um insects are supposed to be yellow jackets which are kind of wasps but the animals they actually use are bees and you can tell because they're like kind of fuzzy so oh okay like um so i mean i imagine that they probably had to do that just for safety reasons but um oh yeah and she didn't have any stings on her yeah like when you see her later when they're like oh she's in the hospital it was like she didn't die like not that i mean can you die from like hundreds of stings oh yeah yeah um, you can yeah and i mean if you're and if you're allergic i think it can cause it can cause you to go into like anaphylactic shock which basically shuts oh. down the respiratory system but what if um, you're what if you're not allergic? Can you still die from like hundreds of bee snakes? Oh yeah. Well, I mean that's that's why like you hear these stories about like killer bees kind of like being like so scary is because people are saying that like they just like swarm and like you know like you know the the thing is like one bee sting isn't really that big of a deal, but if you're getting like you know, hundreds, then you know it does like you know it it, it is poison being injected t- 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 to your body. Holy um, shit. Yeah, have you ever been stung? Yes, by bee. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just like I think maybe twice. I, I okay. Um, have you? Uh, yeah. Um, I was up in the mountains of North Carolina, and I was sort of like walking through a side yard, and I think there was like a wasp nest, kind of like <gasps> buried in the ground, and I I, it, I like got stung like on my leg like five or six times. <gasps> five or six times yeah yeah you like stepped on it like you didn't know yeah well i mean it's like really hidden to the ground so it just doesn't really you can't see it yeah yeah um and um and 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 it's weird because like um i was i was pretty young i was maybe like nine or ten and um i like remember and i don't i'm not really particularly allergic to these things but i remember afterwards feeling like kind of sick you know just like oh wow and you had like five or six yeah yeah but, That's um, crazy. Yeah, but and um, then um, uh, yeah, oh yeah, moving along to that fucking horse competition when she yeah. thinks that he's gonna be there, 
Um, and he's not there. From this point on, this is when I kind of um, am, this is when, like, I feel like the tension has been building up, like, to, yeah. and building up and building up throughout the movie. And I feel like this is the point where it's like, oh, God, this is this is going to be bad. Yeah, I wrote, bad. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, whoa, things get real after that horse competition. Oh, yeah. And then she does the competition. She sees that he's not there. Then she, okay, first of all, she's, I'm assuming, taking cabs everywhere. She took the cab to that to that museum party where the magazine's having a party, and she fucking makes a scene in front of everyone. And then he pulls her like I think she kisses him, and he like oh she, she slaps him because he's like get away from here da da da. And she slaps him in in front of all these colleagues. He pulls her around to like a hallway or like the side to be like what the fuck like get away from me blah blah blah. And then she just starts screaming. And yeah. it's, like, very evident that, like, everyone thinks that she's being assaulted. Yeah. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, this is this is really bad. And then he's, like, oh, my God. He, like, goes back home. That's when the fucking cops are all there. Mm-hmm. And then they arrest him for um, sexual assault with a minor. And then you see her. And she's, like, all beaten up. And I'm, like, when the fuck did she do this to herself? Yeah. Like she, she's all beaten up in the in the blanket. The dad's like choking him, and he's like, "What the fuck? Like, stay away from my daughter." And I was like, mm, "This is crazy." And then he gets arrested, and then they like they like interrogate him, and he's like, "No, absolutely not. I didn't do anything. This is fucking crazy." And they're like, "Mm-hmm, okay." And then then okay, they do a rape kit. I'm assuming, and they find semen that matches his blood type. He says that, like, oh, she must have stolen a condom, but did she? Um, I mean, you know, she has to have, right? I mean, How else would they yeah, get it? Yeah, I mean, that's the only explanation that makes sense, I guess. Um, but they said they found it, like, in her. Yeah. They didn't say they just, like, found a condom. Like, and if they do a rape kit, like, they know where it is. Like, that's, whoa. That's, like, next level. Like, she's really, like, going hard. And then she's, like, so anyway, this happens. It's like, oh, fuck. He's still in the goddamn house. They come mm-hmm. down. I mean, he's going to move. He's been looking at places. He looks at that one place. It's like kind of weird and sketchy. The shower doesn't work. He's like, I don't care. Uh, give You know, I'll be in here. I want to be in here next week. Like, I don't care about a month. Then he, what he does is like, he goes to, I think he goes to, hold on, I have it written down here. He goes to the, like, he gets out on bail or something. Mm -hmm. And he goes down, and then he's in that limo with his boss and, I guess, the lawyer that the boss hired. And I was like, you've done this before. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is a Me Too moment. You definitely have some lawyer on retainer for these specific type of allegations. Because he was like, hi. And then he was like, okay, leave. Don't do this. Do this. Do this. Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, get out of there. And I was like, oh my god. I love how they're all telling you now to get out of there after there's like a court case, but you should have been the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like, the whole time. And, um, that, yeah. Then he goes, I mean, this is all just like the huge, like, build-up moment. He's moving his shit out, and then he goes into the house, and I was like, why the fuck is he in the house? Oh. Why is he not leaving? Well, well, before he goes into the house, I believe that's when she Cheyenne finally shows up at his door and they finally have a chance to talk. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and like, she's like, there's a diary. There's a diary. And he's like, I can't go in there. I can't get it. Yeah. And she's like, I'll do it. And yeah. She goes in. Yeah. I, I guess he, I, he is not looking for her though. Like yeah. she already said she was going in the house to get the diary. Like, why the fuck are you going in the house? Again? Well, I, why are you in the house? I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's, 
I think you're making it worse for yourself. <laughs> totally. I mean, then, like, just to speed things up, there's a fucking huge crazy fight at that goddamn carnival carousel shit in the attic. Mm-hmm. And the dad comes in, and, you know, uh, Adrian's, like, fighting. They're screaming. They're like, oh, my God, blah, oh, yeah. blah, blah. Well, Adrian has like that, uh, that like that bar that they use to like pull the attic door down. Oh, that's right. And, um, and like she, she, like as Nick is trying to walk away, I think she like basically attacks him and like pushes him down the stairs. And then oh, while she's right. out, that's like when her, the dad comes home. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then Nick sort of gains consciousness and makes his way up to the attic. And then the dad finally busts in the front door, and he, he basically comes up into the attic to find like him kind of on top of Adrian after Adrian oh, was attacking him. Yeah. Um, and so, like, and so then he starts, and so then he attacks Nick and basically is like, you know, trying to kill him. And then that's when Adrian basically attacks her dad. Um, yeah. She like hits him with that bar. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, this is weird. Um, and then, uh, and then Cheyenne is up there tied to a horse. Yes. Like handcuffed um, to a horse. And then, um, and then I love how Nick just like punches her in the face. <laughs> I know, and then she goes flying. I wrote, I wrote she goes flying. <laughs> like, she goes flying and lands in like a pillow, yeah. like a big pillow path. I mean, it it did it did look very comfortable and extremely fluffy. It did, it and did. also when he does go into the house and he goes into her goddamn room again, she's got another shrine, but this time it's all her bed. That it's all the, the candles the, everywhere. Be like Nick Shrine Two is pretty epic. Like, <laughs> yeah, Nick Shrine Two is definitely <laughs> like, oh really? You want to tear my other one down? Well, watch out. This is yeah. my new like. It's it's definitely really funny. And then of course you see that they were gonna take her to a facility, and I guess she like broke out and that's why she was in the house in the first place oh and because they say like they're taking her down the coast like that's when the that's when the lawyers in the car like they're taking her down the coast we suggest you go get your shit and move out now because they're gonna take her somewhere so i guess she like breaks out or something because the dad like it seems like the dad knows that she's back in the house why he's like busting in right and um you see then the the end you see her like in a psychiatric facility like talking to this doctor and she's writing more letters to him to nick and then in the I love that the very, and then you see Nick moved into a new place with Amy. Um, and then he's, you know, she's just like, Oh, you're late again. I was like, he's a shit writer. I just wrote, why is he still have a job? Like <laughs> yeah, he slept so, and she's like at work and they work together and he's just not there. Yeah. So, and I was confused. I was like, so I guess everything's cool. Like he still has, yeah. he still has a job. He's not being charged. as like, as like, you know, trying to sexually assault a minor. Yeah. Uh, I guess everything's fine. <laughs> they found semen. Like, yeah. QSVU like what are we doing here like you know it's just like so weird and then then I and then I yeah you see that like she's been writing letters to him I was like well she knows where you live so I mean I guess it's not that crazy I was like oh shit she's still on it and then at the very end you see her like in her cell like staring at the doctor's photo yeah and I was like like, uh -uh." have that she has that like very like slow smile kind of like she's Mm -hmm. right across the face and then it like I think it like there's a freeze frame then it like cuts to the credits yeah it's pretty um, cool you yeah know, like, stops and like fades i also really love the photo that uh amy's developing that it's actually adrian yeah oh she didn't take it that's a great photo oh yeah well and then i also love how like um oh well, it is a cool photo but and then i love the effect of like when she like throws the thing through the window and it like yeah. fades to black yeah so, yeah yeah i thought that was cool 
Yeah, that's what happens when you expose it to light oh, in, in okay. developer. That's why you have to have like the, the red light and like the safe light and stuff. But yeah, oh my God. So now we can move on to the theme and mood. I don't have too much. We kind of talked about it. It's basically takes place in this guest house and the, the main house, which is also really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just very like antique, old money. The yeah. guest house is super nice. It, it's incredible. It's um The architecture isn't exactly right, but sort of has like a gothic feel to it. Like... Yeah, it does. And it has those like really cool pane windows. Yeah. Those like diamond pane windows. I don't know what they're called, but they're really cool looking. I really like it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so we talked about the amazing guest house with those like cascading floral bushes that are like grown on the side of the house and like down the, down the like stairs. Like it's just so cool. It just looks yeah. so great. It looks uh, so nice too. God, I, again, just thinking about those 90s like. Rental prices. The I, I like specifically wrote down the phrase "Yes, God, Daddy, give it to me now." <laughs> <laughs> yes, God, Daddy, give it to me now. Oh my God! I actually may have said that when my old college professor told me that she had an apartment in the West Village in Manhattan that she paid two hundred dollars a month. For. Oh my God! That, yeah, that, and she literally lived there since like the sixties or like seventies. That's that 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 is amazing. Yeah, no, she has no children. Everyone in my class was just like, so... In, is anyone else trying to get in line for that apartment? I was like, well, unless you're related to her, you won't be able to stay on the lease and they're going to jack that shit up whenever she moves out or dies, I guess. You know, like, I was like, I'm sure she's never leaving that fucking apartment. Like, she's lived there for, like, 50 years or something. In terms of, like, 90s, like, movies, like, houses and, like, places to live, do you have any, like, favorites, like, you know, that, like... Stand out. Yeah. I do love Cher's house. Yeah, that's pretty good. Hers is pretty awesome. I really like the house in 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like a big farmhouse with that big porch, and you can like see Seattle. Like you can see the sound, Mm -hmm. I think, and then you can see like Seattle. Um, That one's really cool. I'm trying to think of like some other. I do like her room in The Crush. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's very much like. A girl's room um you can definitely see her age too i also like the rooms a lot in 10 things i hate about you like yeah. the two sisters rooms how cool they are um do you have any favorites i'm trying to think um, of like i do so it's not it's not exactly a 90s movie but the um diane keaton's apartment in, in annie hall is like my dream place oh. to live like oh, i wow. want yeah, that apartment so, nice. so badly like and and i mean the that movie, are, yeah. that movie was made in 1977 and her rent was $400 a month, which is like, I'll take it. <laughs> Damn. And that's a lot then. Is yeah. that the one where he goes like, it's $400 a month, but it's got bad thing and bug. Yeah, it's it's, like, it's, it's like, that place is $400 a month? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That house that they stayed in in the Hamptons was pretty cool too. Oh yeah. That was, oh God. That, that was pretty great too. Yeah. That was another good one. And I also love, uh, what's his name? Paul Simon's house. When yeah. they get to LA, yeah, yeah, that's good. So cool. And I love their weird dancing, their weird <laughs> dancing where he's like touching her hand, but they're like not really touching, and they're like doing this weird '60s kind of like bop. It's yeah. so funny. I love, I love that part of Annie Hall. I definitely want to. Uh, as problematic as like the whole situation is with him, but yeah, it's such a brilliant film, though. It's just such a like, it's just so crazy. Yeah, but um. Yeah. Okay. So, oh yeah. Any? Do you have any more about the locations? Is that your favorite? Is Annie Hall? 
Um, yes. I, uh, what are your favorite? What's your favorite '90s one? Oh, the house in Scream was pretty cool. The one oh, that Drew Barrymore oh, lived in. Oh yeah. Oh god. The, the location in Scream. Like I, I want to live in that town. Like oh I mean, yeah. It, yeah. Like yeah, I mean, um, cool. I um. Like, um, I don't know, Steve's house seems fine, but seems a little, like, you know, out there. You know, it doesn't seem like there's a lot to do. I yeah, really, I really like Sydney's house. Like, you know, it's oh, like... Oh, yeah, is big. Yeah, because she, like, has those great views of, like, the, the, of the like, surrounding, like, landscape. And, yeah, that's you know, true. You know, she has, like, that great porch where she can just, like, walk around and... Um, and for her and her dad, that's a big house. It is. It is. Two people. I mean, I know that like the mom was there too, but they don't have like tons of siblings. It's just like a big house. That yeah. Pretty cool. I definitely have to think of some more. I'm sure there's. I mean, in Clueless, yeah, all the interiors are pretty cool, except for that valley house. But that, all the other ones are pretty cool. That, <laughs> you couldn't really see the valley house. It's that, like a party. House. That valley house seems like a great place to party, but not so great a place to live. You know, no, like, like clean up or like wake up in the morning and be like, oh, yeah, what the fuck? You, um, you can't leave. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, for the music, we mentioned it earlier. There's literally only like two songs, and they're in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really weird that okay, the first one's hard to get when he's like driving looking for places. But then when you first see her, there's this song called Taste. Uh-huh. And it's playing and it's by Otto and Cherokee. The lyrics are really weird. It talks about like having a taste and stuff. Huh. And I'm like, uh does, we just saw her. Does that like, play does that play when he almost hits her with the car? Uh maybe. It's in the early bit. It's okay. either it must be then or it's in when she's like when she comes to the door when he first gets in there and oh, she's like okay. hey. it's okay. one of the times when they first meet and I was like, oh this is kind of weird. Um let's move on to the fashion. All right. What notes do you have? So I um I am blanking on her name, but the actress who played Amy, I really I really love her clothes. Yeah, um, I do too. I wrote that up. Um, and I believe I read like a trivia piece on IMDb that like the that like um, the actress used her own clothes um, for all like, of them. For I think she used it for at least like most of her shots. Um, but there's one yeah. scene, I think in like the very very beginning when like she's wearing like kind of a flowy blouse. It's like I want to say it's striped and kind of like big long like baggy pants, and she's wearing like a pair of like sl- of like slender suspenders. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I have that written down. Suspender, striped shirt, muted tones. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and then I, um, we talked about Adrian's party, Adrian's party dress, which I really like. And then yeah. also, I also love her riding outfit. Like, not, oh, no. not the one she goes to, to, like, his work party in, but I think, like, like, the first one when, like, they first meet, she's kind of, like, leaning up against the car. I think she's wearing kind of, like, a green, like, stew foam top. Yeah, she is. Um, and then um, she and also has a cool outfit when she goes riding. When she has that, when she knocks the girl off the horse, and it's like a blue yeah. shirt, and then she has like the riding pants. Really yeah. Cool. Um, and then for fashion, uh, the the um uh, the other thing is I loved the final outfit that Amy is wearing in like her last scene. That's like kind of like oh. that again. It it's like cool. kind of those big like kind of like pillowy pants that kind of look like something that like Denise. Huxville War and like the credits of of, of the Cosby Show. Oh, you know? I too. She's so awesome. <laughs> oh my god, I love her so much. I love her. I love Jason Momoa. I love Zoe. I love Lenny. Like it's just it's too much. And it's too I, much. Yeah, and like I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'd like to think that they're all like really good friends. 
you know no, they are they are like, oh my god yeah. okay. okay cool <laughs> it literally is yeah i think the other day for lisa bonet's birthday it was a picture of like jason momoa and lenny kravitz and they're like hey girl i was like lisa bonet has won at life i don't know if anyone <laughs> has figured this out yet yeah but she literally has two of the hottest men on the planet like yeah. still in her life like married to one and has an amazing daughter and relationship with her first husband oh my god and zoe kravitz looks so much like her too like, it's incredible. Yeah. It's so incredible how much they look alike. Mm-hmm. It's just so crazy. They look like sisters. Yeah, I know. I know. They really don't look real, like like their mom and daughter at all. But, oh, God, everything Lisa Bonet wears all the time is yeah. just like... And she actually did her clothes for the Cosby show. Oh, awesome. Yeah, like she had a very strong sense of style. And she's like, I want to do the clothes. I want to wear my own clothes. Which, fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other no- notes? I No, I don't. Okay, I have... Love the sunnies that she has on throughout the whole film, which is even the cover of the movie. It's like yeah. wearing those sunglasses. I said, Amy, uh, I love the suspenders. Same thing. Adrian, I really love the outfit that she has on the swing. It's like a oh, chambray. Like, yeah. It's like a chambray, like shorts or maybe like a skirt. And then she has that that white shirt that ties like mm-hmm. a midriff tie that was really big in the nineties. And then she has the sunglasses. Like I love how she has the same shades on all the time. And she has the Walkman. I think it's yeah. like sitting on the side <laughs> and she has the headphones. And I was like, Oh my God, it's so cute. Like, it's so cool. And then he's like, can you stop swinging? And she's like, why? <laughs> she's like, swinging. like I think he's like, we should stop seeing each other. And she's like, no, or something. She's like, That's crazy. Oh, but, well, um, she has that scene when they're on the swing and it, and um, like he's he's like trying to reason with her, and she's just like, "So Nick, have you ever done a virgin or something?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, then she tells him that she got her period. I was like, "Okay, yeah, I, I yeah, I was like, uh, I I don't want to, I don't want to know that." And it's weird that she's like, "I got my period, so I'm not pregnant." And I was like, uh, "Do they sleep together? <laughs> Do we miss a whole scene?" Like. Why is she bringing that up? Like, what if she was like, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant with some guy in high school. Like, like why <laughs> Why is she bringing this up? And then she says that she's a virgin anyway. So I was like, what? So is he going to be impressed by the fact that you have a period and you're not pregnant? Is that I, is that the vibe is? Is I, that what you're trying to say? I don't know. I, I Maybe teenage boys are easier to impress. I don't really understand. <laughs> Girl, he's not fucking a teenager. <laughs> not him 20 years old. Like, he's 30. He probably should, like have a child her age i don't know like yeah. it's crazy <laughs> isn't he 14 years older yeah yeah she could have had a teenage child yeah. that was her age she could have had like a very very young child and been her age it's it's nuts do you have any favorite scenes i don't i didn't write any down but i um i mean i not not really i mean like i i love this movie but it's like it's not a movie that's like fun to watch like no it's no it's i mean it's, like i mean it like once it gets going like i mean I, I just find that i can't stop and like i um and like i'm just so absorbed in like the sequence of events so i just like i just i'm just not really like it, it's weird because i'm not aware that i'm w- watching a movie like it's, it's yeah weird. it's true it moves fast and it's yeah. very like entertaining like you're definitely like oh what's gonna happen next and it really is alicia silverstone who just she really carries the whole film oh yeah absolutely she's just so great at that um, that role. um like one of the things that, that 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 stands out to me is after he's been arrested and she's giving her statement to the police yeah like i was like oh god this that, it's a little it's like not a fun scene to watch but it's like it's like it's like done really well like, yeah yeah she's acting really well in it yeah mm-hmm. she's very like you can just tell how her whole body changes yeah and she's 
it's very like, yeah, you really believe her. Yeah. I mean, you totally believe her. That's true. I, I don't have any favorite scenes. I just really, I just have to say uh, that I really love the interaction between Amy and Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> like at all times, I think I'd, they're probably my favorite because it's, it's really funny. Like seeing a young girl being like, bitch, I know your game. Like, yeah, I was young too. Like, don't try it. Yeah. Like, it's not cool. <laughs> like, it's really not cool. Like find someone your own age, but then, but then you remember when you're younger, you always like people that are older you know, yeah. it's just like kind of how it is. Like you never like anyone your age. I mean, you do, but you know, you always have crushes on people that are like way older. But this is like obviously taking the crush a bit too far. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, for my worst scene, I just have like dear God being trapped in a dark room with wasps. Oh, like I mean, <laughs> so that, traumatic. <laughs> so traumatic. That's probably even more traumatic than seeing a goddamn carousel in an attic of an old house. <laughs> like a full size carousel. Okay. Also, another real estate point: the fucking seal in the attic that's a that's a big space that you've managed to put a real carousel in you know how high the ceilings are like and and why would you bring a carousel up to the attic like don't you You brought piece by piece up there (laughs) he's like i brought it piece by piece i'm like she's 14 now trying to bang a dude in the backyard i don't think she cares about this (laughs) and she even said i ride real horses now dad I don't ride. This is your carousel. I don't ride this. I ride real horses. I was like, mm, okay, okay, all right. Um, yeah. And my most '90s moments. Uh, do you have any worse scenes? Is there anything worse than um, like? Um, I mean, I think we've talked about most of them. Just like, um, uh, um, I'm trying to think. There's like a scene when like. Um, I, I think it's like fairly early in the movie and she like calls him and he's like working on his article and she's like, come on, Nick, can't you come out and play? And I, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's all like, ooh, no. Like, uh, um, but yeah. <laughs> and he shouldn't be like flirty laughing like, no, I'm working. It should be absolutely not. I am 28 years old and this is not cool. Like yeah. literally knock it off, you yeah. know? never once like he kind of does but in a very like weird way in a very kind of like he never is forceful like even when he's forceful she's like oh (laughs) like she's it's never like no really i'm gonna tell your parents and it's over oh yeah and another little note that we forgot apparently cheyenne lets it spill that a camp counselor the year before ate something poisonous and died oh yeah i forgot about that (laughs) nobody can really prove that she did it but cheyenne's like this bitch did it (laughs) like she fucking did it let me tell you this like she totally just says like oh yeah it's kind of like happening yeah like that. and like adrian's smart and she knows stuff that like other kids don't so yeah totally <laughs> like bugs and wasp habits <laughs> wasp social habits throwing them into a fucking exhaust i don't know i can't handle it yeah. uh that was just so bad um my most 90s moments i have three one was the amount of maps that he uses in the beginning yeah it just seems like they would fly out of the car <laughs> the convertible because he just has all these maps everywhere and then i have oh the time when people didn't back up their work on computers oh i mean and then i have rotary phone (laughs) (laughs) those are my three um yeah i I think that's i think that's most of them i think there's a scene when like she's sunbathing she calls someone like a cell phone oh yeah um and it's it's like one of those big like zach morris saved by the bell phones it's a flip phone though oh is it okay yeah it's a flip yeah she's got the flip with the antenna that pulls out yeah yeah (laughs) pull it out it was so satisfying to hang up those phones where you like close the antenna and then flip the top in Mm -hmm. that's what sucks about these phones now you can't like hang anything up 
You're just like, dot. <laughs> just like tap it. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Do you have any more 90s moments? Um, I don't believe so. I think you talked about most of them. Um, like uh, his, the, some of the shirts he's wearing is like very like, you know, it's he's very wearing nice. like a couple shirts that are just like all denim and i was like Ooh. um yeah, and then very lackluster and like um i i guess like i guess like wearing sweatshirts out in public was like appropriate back then <laughs> so, hey it still is now I apparently mean, i read a new york times article that sweatpants sales have gone through the roof since lockdown okay okay yeah have gone down 80 percent because who the fuck's wearing jeans in their own house like yeah. let's be real um oh um i want to say i did i did love his outfit when he shows up for his first day of work and he's wearing like a blazer and like a button down shirt and a tie on top and then then, then like um for pants he's just wearing jeans yeah um, that is very 90s yeah very seinfeld mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then he just like stopped trying <laughs> then yeah. he like shows up to work in like an untucked shirt and just kind of like was like uh hey like, <laughs> like what's going on here i don't understand this movie is we have way more questions about this film than uh likes but it's, it was really interesting talking about it i really hope everybody has seen it yeah or we'll go see it because it's really good to see alicia silverstone's first role and kind of see a totally different side of her than in Clueless. Yeah. Which most people know her from. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, I totally forgot to say it again, but like and subscribe. Maybe I did. I don't know. Leave a five-star review. All that jazz. This was super fun, as yeah, always. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we will, uh, I don't know what we're going to do. We might do First Watch Club. Who the hell knows? But Yeah, play it by ear. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.